Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ox, and they are coming for Trump. And no, I am not talking about Stormy Daniels, because she probably didn't come in their alleged sexual encounter, I'm guessing. But what I mean is that Donald Trump has been indicted, and if you have not been following this story, I don't blame you, because there's a lot on it, there's a lot of different sources, things coming out every single day. There is a great website that, or not a website, it's it's an account on Instagram called Trial Tracker, which I use to follow the, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, Andrew Tate, Johnny Depp, like they, they do a great job of just sifting through what you need to know, what you don't want to know, just getting through the bullshit, getting straight to the point. So this is from Trial Tracker at uh, at Trial Tracker on Instagram, and we're going to go through their posts on Donald Trump's arraignment. So he's been indicted and arraigned. So this is what's going on. The People versus Donald Tr- J. Trump arraignment. Number one, Trump surrendered himself to the New York law enforcement. This is kind of just a breakdown of it. Number two, he has been booked and fingerprinted. He is now a criminal defendant. Donald Trump is now a criminal defendant. Three, Trump is accused of 34 counts of falsifying business document and conspiracy for his alleged role in hush money payments on two women. The Manhattan DA, number four, Alvin Bragg, hosted a press conference after the arraignment, and he said we cannot and will not normalize serious criminal misconduct. Bragg stated that Trump falsified three business or falsified business records to conceal three crimes, the conspiring to promote a candidate through unlawful means violating the New York election law. The $130,000 wired to Stormy Daniels exceeded the federal campaign contribution cap and then false statements in the AMI's books violated New York law. I don't know what that is, but of course, the most notorious of those claims is the Stormy Daniels one. After the arraignment, number six, Trump flew back to Mar-a-Lago in Florida and held a post-arrest speech where he was very critical of Bragg. And Bragg has reportedly asked the judge for the trial to be set January 2024 to coincide with re-election, motherfucker. With the next court date expected to be December 4th, Trump is not being held in police custody. So... That is what's going on. Trump has been indicted and arraigned, and he is charged for allegedly falsifying records to conceal crimes, most notably the $130,000 payment to adult film star Stormy Daniels to cover up her alleged affair with Trump. At this point, Trump just needs to release a sex tape with Stormy Daniels. In my mind, there's no other way to get around this, you have to take the the Kim Kardashian approach and you have to launch yourself into a career. And Trump already has a career. When Kim Kardashian, when the Ray J sex tape leaked, Kim K, there was some notoriety, but that really launched her into a next level of celebritized fame that we haven't seen before. The, you know, Paris Hilton was the OG influencer. Kim Kardashian became the influencer on the back of that sex tape and of course i'm sure she's very talented she's seems like a great businesswoman but undoubtedly that sex tape completely transformed her career trump needs to do a similar thing but he needs to just go 
full out to reframe the story of Donald J. Trump in people's minds. He's the president of the United States. Now, he was the president of the United States, rather. Then he kind of, you know, bitched out in a lot of people's minds when he was a sore loser. He refused to admit that he lost the election. Now, all sorts of criminal clutter clouding the thoughts of people when they think of Trump. He needs to just blast through all that bullshit. Call up Stormy Daniels and say, hey, you want another 130K? I'll give you 101.3 mil. I will 10X it. We're going to make a goddamn fucking sex tape and blow the roof off of the off of these allegations. Not only am I going to say, yeah, I paid you to fuck you back in 2006 or whatever it was. I'm going to play this sex tape at the trial and say, I don't give a shit. I'm getting on the debate stage. Everyone else can suck my cock. Let's go. Stormy Daniels. Boom. And just drop that shit on the world. Like the, like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial was live streamed. Trump just needs to bring this up and say, hey, you want you want the evidence? Here's the evidence. Put me in handcuffs. I'm still running for president. I'm still running for 2024. I will take out whoever I need to take out. I will do whatever I have to do, including making a sex tape with Stormy Daniels. Now, what would that sex tape consist of? What positions? Would there be a dialogue? Would there be a role play? Would Trump come in dressed as a little schoolboy and Stormy Daniels would be the teacher and tr- and Trump would say you know, something along the lines of, I'm, I'm so sorry for, and I can't do, I wish I could do the Trump accent. It's such a, it's such an electric impression, especially when you do it well, when someone does it well, the Trump accent is so good. Like Shane Gillis does a good one, but I can't do it. So I'm not going to try and ruin it, but Trump would, Trump would probably be dressed as I'm guessing a little schoolboy. Stormy Daniels would be professor stormy. And Trump would come in and say, hey, I'm the greatest lover of all time. And I also know that I forgot to hand him my homework. And Stormy Daniels would say to Trump, wow, what an odd thing for a high school student to say that I'm the greatest student of all time. You must have a big ego on you. And Trump would say, yeah, I do. And you know what's even bigger? My fucking cock. (laughs) And so we go, oh, you don't say. Well, I'll tell you what, Donald. If you fuck me so good and so long and so hard, I will give you an A plus on the homework that you forgot to bring in. And Trump will go, I'm going to fuck you the greatest of all time. It will be the best thing you've ever seen. The greatest sexual experience of anyone. I'm telling you, it's great. I said it will be great. And Stormy will take him up on his offer. There will be cameras all over the place. This will be a high-end $100,000 plus production. I'm talking HD camcorders all over the room, multiple angles, in the ceiling, money shot, boom. And I think Trump lasts 48 seconds, 48 seconds, but that 48 seconds is all you need to change the opinion of America. 
a lot of people would be ashamed of coming in 48 seconds. I know I would be ashamed if I'd done it. I've never come in under 40 minutes, so I don't know. <laughs> of course, that is not true, as three to five different girls would tell you. But Trump is not one of those guys. He's so delusional and he's so wrapped up in his ego that he'd come in 48 seconds, money shot Stormy Daniels. She'd be like, oh, my God, that was the quickest thing I've ever seen. Just come on her tits, get out of there, put his suit back. I don't even think he would take off his suit. He'd, he'd have his classic dark suit, white shirt, red tie, and he'd just fucking unzip that bitch, go to town. He'd be doing movements with his hands like he does during his speeches. Like he'd be very, he's like, oh, you think, you think my hands are small? Well, how about my fucking cock, bitch? Take that, Stormy. Yeah, yeah. And boom. He's back in it. One sex tape is all it takes. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. A sex tape in electric... uh, (laughs) Fuck that up. A sex tape in election cycle keeps you in office. Boom. At this point, I'm not sure the sex tape would be enough. I think it'd actually be good if Donald Trump went to prison if he was convicted and he went to prison i'm not talking about white collar country club prison where you're playing tennis in the morning and then you're eating brunch with an ankle bracelet and then the afternoon you're smoking cigars and drinking whiskey i'm not i'm not talking about a fucking bullshit country club prison i think trump would be so much more relatable And so much more well-liked. If he went to a fucking hardcore prison. I'm talking like a Rikers prison. And he's in there and he's making videos from there. He gets video access. Because, you know, he he was a former president. So he should get some some edge above the other inmates. But but Trump just gets fucking ripped. He's, He's putting out daily workout videos in prison he's he's looking into the camera telling biden i'm fucking coming for you he has three teardrop tattoos going down his right cheek from his from his right eye to his right cheek he's getting tatted up on the daily getting one added every every day every live stream from prison trump has more and more tattoos he starts to turn into lil wayne he he he's spending time out in the sun so he doesn't need the orange concealer anymore he's actually starting to turn tan he is changing races he is he is getting a tattoo he is becoming a true inmate he's jacked as fuck he's probably shanked a few people that is the trump that people would respect a a hard trump he's getting hard in the sex tape with stormy daniels and he is getting hard in prison. That's what the people want to see. If if we had any any presidential candidate, I, I know people loved Barack Obama much more the first term, and then when he didn't do a lot of the things that he promised to do, and then the second term, people were a lot less enthusiastic about Obama. If Obama, in between terms, went to prison and just got absolutely fucking jacked, and he... He came back with a fucking like angel wing, like a hell's angel tattoo on his back, teardrops on his face, a fucking like prison fade haircut. Every single speech, he had Latino dudes and wife beaters behind him, ready to beat the fuck out of anyone who rushed the stage. Like 
he has a prison bitch holding on to his back pocket. Barack Obama would be the number one president of all time. And Trump has the chance to do that, not because of his policy, not because of his speeches, not because of his celebrity bullshit. If he goes to prison, runs from prison, I'm not talking about running from prison. I'm talking about running a campaign from prison, giving people a daily just look inside and making speeches. And, and for the debates, he just zooms into all the debates. Imagine Trump zooming into a, a debate with fucking traps up to his ears. And Ted Cruz is trying to get a point across. And, and Donald Trump's like, Ted, you're a fucking bitch. You're a fucking bitch, Ted. He, he would do that anyway. But imagine him just a fucking tatted up face. He's got Trump's hair is gone. He's he's got a fucking like cholo haircut, fade to the side. His traps are up to his earlobes, his biceps are huge, his fuck it like his neck is throbbing with veins, and he's looking into the camera saying, Ted, you're a fucking bitch. You're a dead man, Ted. Ted Cruz would pee his pants so bad. He'd probably kill himself after the debate. He'd probably be like, I'd rather kill myself than get talking shit to by a trapped up Donald Trump. That is what he needs to do to go next level. A prison Trump and a sex tape Trump. Both of those, he's in office for 10 years. 10 years, dude. Fucking Everyone would respect him. Imagine if Biden was like, I fucked Stormy too. <laughs> After all, like he goes to prison. The trial concludes. Trump gets, you know, he gets convicted. And after all of this, Biden's like, hey, look, I might as well come clean. I fucked her too. I fucked her too. That would bring us together as a country. If we, if we had this moment. Where Trump went to prison for fucking Stormy Daniels and paying her the hush money. And then Biden stood up and it was like, wait. Wait. I fucked that bitch right in the pussy. I grabbed that pussy just like Trump and I fucked her right in the pussy. And then Ted Cruz stood up and he's like, <sighs> I fucked her too. If you arrest Trump, you got to arrest me also. Ron Paul stands up. I fucked that bitch right in the ass. I don't even know if that's how he sounds. Probably not. But I fucked that bitch right in the ass. If you arrest Trump, if you arrest Ted, you gotta come for me too, motherfucker. I fucked that bitch Stormy right in the asshole. Barack stands up. Me too. Me too. Not only did I fuck her pussy, I ate it for 45 minutes. Nancy Pelosi stands up. I scissored that bitch until my eyes fell out. I scissored her so hard, my left eyeball popped out. I'm so old and so fucking horny that I scissored Stormy Daniels. My name is Nancy Pelosi. I scissored her so hard, I came, my left eyeball popped out. My tits are fake, my eyes are real. That is how hard I fucking scissored Stormy Daniels. And everyone's like, oh my God, Nancy Pelosi. 
Jesus Christ. And she's like, look, I never thought I would say this. But I'm Eskimo sisters with Donald J. Trump. And if you lock him up, lock me the fuck up too. And everyone in the, in the in con- congressional floor is like, let him out, let him out, let him out, let him out, let him out. And that is how America would unite. We'd get rid of the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. We, we wouldn't have a party. We'd just have one party of everyone who fucked Stormy Daniels. And they'd come together. We'd have a a panel of people running the country. And that's what brings us... Pussy brings everyone together. No one likes to talk about it. But, you know, some of my best, most vulnerable moments in college were getting together with the boys and talking about pussy. Talking about what happened the night before. Won't went down, talking shit, you know, came in two minutes, but busted on that bitch face. She sat on my face. I did her doggy. She did me raw. Didn't use a condom. Hope she's clean. Probably not. That's how we bond. Girls, too. I was friends with a lot of female athletes in college, and they talk about cock the same way guys talk about pussy. It's a universal thing. That's what we need. We need to start talking about Sucking cock and getting pussy. And so what if Trump paid for it? It's supporting sex workers. He paid Stormy 130 grand. She probably would have fucked him anyway. He's Donald Trump. He's he's a rap star. Mac Miller, Snoop Dogg, all this was back in 2006 when it happened. Trump was like in every single hip hop song. Stormy Daniels was trying to get that clout. She would have done it for free. And Trump was like, I'll pay you 130, 130K to shut the fuck up. And she's like, all right. Sex work. Sex work and concealment, you know. But still, nonetheless, that is what unites us. The pussy and the cock, baby. So let's see what happens. I'm genuinely interested to see what happens. And I think... If Trump tries to fight this, if he if he if he's like, oh, like this is unfair, like I I didn't do anything. I'm the president still. I didn't stop the steal. But like people will be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Same song and dance. It worked the first time, not the second. Just go away. Like it, it's he, he, Trump will always have his diehard supporters, but his his universal kind of like narcissistic likability where he just dunks on everyone that that gets old you you gotta eventually either make fun of yourself to get you to get people to like you which trump is never gonna do or you just gotta lean into what's happening to you so hard that people are like holy shit holy shit Trump and Stormy Daniels is trending number one on Pornhub Uges Brazzers Trump might become a porn star in office he might he might make more money being a porn star if that happened than anything he made from real estate or being the president. And then if he gets locked up on top of that, boom. Street cred, OnlyFans, billionaire. He, he's a he's a 10 times over billionaire. He's He might even be a trillionaire. Donald Trump, OnlyFans, are you fucking kidding me? I'm signing up for that shit. And I'll beat my meat too a little bit, just out of respect. And then if Biden stands up and is like, I fucked her too. 
everyone's like just going around like you <laughs> the same thing you have with with all these congressional hearings where you have the congressmen and women lined up and they're asking questions they just start to stand up one by one like dominoes going down the line i fucked her too if you lock them up you gotta lock me up i fucked her too i fucked her too i fucked her twice <laughs> and i fucked her too boom lock me up That's what we need. All right. So do you guys remember? I mean, you, it didn't happen that long ago. So the Ohio East Palestine train derailment. You guys remember that shit? Well, listen to this. A truck carrying 40,000 pounds of toxic soil from East Palestine train derailment crashes on the highway. Holy shit, a truck carrying 40,000 pounds of toxic soil from East Palestine train derailment site crashed on the highway. So that the fucking train derailed and leaked all this toxic vinyl chloride shit into East Palestine, Ohio. And now the truck that they used to get that toxic shit out of there has spilled over like the train. America the beautiful. Okay, so let's dive into it. This is from CBS News. A truck that was responsible for carrying 40,000 pounds of contaminated soil from East Palestine, Ohio, where a train carrying hazardous materials crashed in February, overturned on Monday. The Ohio Environmental Protection Agency said that roughly half of the soil was on the truck and it ended up spilling along the highway. Can they just say they're trying to kill us already? Can corporations come out and just say, we're trying to kill you? We need you to die to make more money so you stop complaining and stop suing us. We're trying to kill you. Can they just say that already? It's so obvious. They can hide it in the form of, if you're a corporation and you flip a train over, you know, you pay some guy to derail a train, and boom, it happens. You can cover that up, but then you send a tractor trailer to get the toxic shit out of there. And then that, tr that truck overturned spilling 20,000 pounds of toxic. Just say you want us to die. I would feel more comfortable if corporations stop lying to us and I'd respect them more. It, you know, they put out these, uh, like these pride month ads on Twitter and then they fucking don't give a shit about toxic waste spills when they're killing civilians and they're just posting like happy pride month. Ha 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 ha. And, and 20,000 people can't even drink water. And then they're spilling it again. Just come out and say, we don't care about you or your family or anyone's life that isn't making us money. Just say that we, we are lobbyists. We, are paying off politicians to do what we want. We control the government. It's been corrupt for so long. It is more of a corporate oligarchy than a democracy. And it'd be easier, honestly, if we killed like half of America because there'd be more obedience and we get what I want. Just come out and say it. Don't fake these catastrophic quote-unquote spills. It's so obvious at this point. The tractor trailer, which had an open top, 
was traveling north along SR-165 on Monday when the accident occurred sometime after local time in Colombiana country. Traveling A tractor trailer with 40,000 pounds of toxic soil was traveling with an open top. Just going 75. They're like, okay, let's, you know that toxic shit that is causing thousands of people in East Palestine to have detrimental health problems and not be able to breathe? And that one guy who was talking in a Mickey Mouse voice, like, yeah, ever since that spill, I've been talking like this and I can't breathe and my daughter lit on fire and. the toxic material that does that to human beings, they were like, you know what? Let's put it in a tractor trailer and then drop the top. Like a Wiz Khalifa song, drop the top. And, you know, let while we're driving it across the country, let's just air out the toxicity. We're driving by neighborhoods, just fucking, boom, you get some air. Boom, you get some toxic air. Boom, you get some vinyl chloride. Drop the motherfucking top on that bitch. Who designs a tractor trailer for transporting toxic material with an open top like a fucking convertible? (laughs) Like you're driving a Corvette Stingray down the PCH. We need more engineers and less influencers. This is what happens when you raise an entire generation of people to care more about becoming influencers on YouTube and selling athletic greens than you do actually building things that make a society. And I realize I'm saying that as I'm not an engineer and recording podcasts for a living or trying to record podcasts for a living. So I'm part of the problem. I fully admit that. But this is what happened. Like we do need some people to design things well. This is what happens when no one wants to be an engineer, like all the smart people go to, you know, they're getting paid 400K a year by Facebook to addict people to social media apps that they're already addicted to. And now they're trying to control our brains. This is what you get when you have all the smart people going into tech or going to be influencers and you have no one left to build shit. So we're hiring bottom of the barrel engineers that are like, I don't know if we're going to build a treasure trailer to carry toxic waste. Why don't we just cut the top off? Uh Yeah. (laughs) This is what happens. Buildings are going to start collapsing at astronomical rates. We, We have retards responsible for the infrastructure of society. And I have I have great respect for people that, you know, they've been in construction, they're OGs, OG engineers, architects, the people actually designing and building the things that we are responsible or, or that are responsible for designing and building the things that we all live in. Because you forget you forget that everything everywhere you go has been built by somebody. And there's people that are in charge of that process and and verifying the safety of it. They have to design it first, then you have to construct it. Every building, every infrastructure, every, every any even like a little gazebo that you go in in the park, that was built by someone who's responsible for it not collapsing on your head and killing you and your family or anyone else inside. And those people used to be reliable. Now we have people that are dropping the top off of tractor trailers being like, oh, I guess it's a good idea. And they're designing buildings. They're, they're, they're designing parking garages 
I wouldn't be surprised. The number one leading cause of death in 10 years is not going to be heart disease. It's going to be getting crushed in a parking garage that just randomly collapses because we have no one left. There are no smart people left doing smart people things. They're all, they're all just either trying to control our brain or fucking apologizing for something they said on YouTube as an influencer. <laughs> Just making everyone's either making apology videos or enhancing the algorithm for mind control. That's it. That's where all the smart people are. Or both. Now we have people doing both. There are people that work for Facebook and Instagram for 10 years. They make enough money to retire and they're like, well, now let me tell you about what I did for the past 10 years and how it's actually bad for social media and bad for society and that they're all trying to addict us and, and make life worse. Give back the money then. <laughs> that's like, like That's like someone working at a fucking car factory and he just he retires from building cars and he gets on a podcast and he's like you would not believe the shit that we did when we were building cars sometimes we would just cut people's brakes for fun i got filthy rich off of it but sometimes <laughs> sometimes we would just fucking rewire the engine randomly just to see what happens when the person starts it up people died but it's what happened that this is a, a side tangent but like Sometimes I laugh at there's like a bunch of people now that are go on Joe Rogan or Lex Friedman or whatever. And, and I'm sure they have good intentions, but they're like, oh my God, for the past 20 years, we've just been brainwashing people over at Instagram or over at TikTok, over at Google. You would not believe the things that I did every single day from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. for the past 20 years. And it's like, it took you 20 years to figure out that. Google or TikTok was a shitty company. <laughs> and now they're influencers. Now they're like, yeah, it's bad for you, but also follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Buy my book where I tell you how I destroyed your brain. It's like, all right, <laughs> cool. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Apparently the driver, let's see. They said something about the driver. Ba -ba -ba. According to the Ohio State Highway Patrol, the vehicle's driver was 74 years old. Got, he went off the right side of the road, hit a ditch and a utility pole, and then overturned. The driver was 74. We need to put a cap on the driver's age limit. And I will say this. There's a lot of stereotypes about drivers. There's the Asian stereotype. There's the woman stereotype. Honest to God, I, I only see one stereotype with drivers, and it's that old people fucking suck. Every time, every time, reliably, consistently, when I see someone, and I, I could just feel it. You know when someone pulls out a little bit from a driveway, like from a Dunkin' Donuts or something, and you just know that you're coming and you have the right of way, you're going straight down the road, and you just know this person is going to turn out without looking, and then they do, and then you're just like waiting for it because you know they're not going to look, so one of you has to look. Always a fucking old person. Always some fucking old bitch that doesn't look left, looks right once and then floors it into the intersection. You're like, Jesus Christ, bitch. Look. 
It's like some old grandma in a fucking blouse with reading glasses. And you're like, oh, my God, get some driving glasses. Jesus, fuck. Asians, you know, I maybe a few times it's been an Asian person. Maybe it's been a, a woman a few times, but like nothing that often to confirm those stereotypes with me. Like, it's not like every time someone does something stupid on the road, I'm like, there she is again. Same bitch. Same Asian. Like, and I'm not the, I'm not the greatest driver. I'm a decent driver. So I can't talk shit there. But like 80% of the time, which is more than enough for a stereotype. For a stereotype, you only need like, I would say 70%, 65, 70% for you to be like, yeah, they do this. Old people fucking suck at driving. Take away their driver's license. There should be an age cap or at least a vision test. Of, uh, what are these vision tests? Like, they're, they're fucking, like, they have the board in front of you and they ask you to go down the board. The last time I was at the DMV and I did a vision test, they asked me to read like two rows. And they were the biggest ones. I'm like, I could see this if I was dead. If I was blind, I could pass this vision test. They need to start actually bringing the test back. Or just be like, you're 70. You're done driving. Good luck. And if the person's like, I need to drive. and It's like, no, you don't. You're retired. Use your fucking money to hire a driver. Call an Uber. And they're like, I didn't. My pension got taken out. When the fucking stock market crashed. The mortgage crisis. Like, Sorry. <laughs> What can I tell you? You suck at driving. Look, I'm I'm playing around, but seriously, like you am I wrong? Am I wrong? Like I and again, maybe I'll feel different when I'm old, but I don't think I will. Because I will be brainwashed and be driving a self-driving car, so I'll just be sitting there scrolling on TikTok, brain dead as I get dropped off at you know, my fucking podcast studio and I won't even take any steps during the day. I'll take like six steps during the day because it'll be auto drive, auto walk in some machine. Then I'll go to the studio, I'll sit down, record a podcast, boom, back to the auto walk, auto drive, back at home, Netflix, boom, die, repeat, 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 die. But if I was still driving, I'd probably say like, yeah, I'm 73 years old. I should probably stop driving. This is not safe anymore. My eyes suck. My reflexes suck. Old people. It is what it is. You're you're killing us. You're literally spilling toxic waste. You know, it was probably caused by some, you know, corporate whoever was uh Moving the toxic waste in the first place is, you know, also responsible for it. But don't hire a fucking 74-year-old driver with a topless tractor trailer to drive toxic material. I'd rather hire a drunk 30-year-old than a sober 74-year-old to drive. That is what it is. You should get pulled over for drunk driving if you're above the age of 50. I said it. You're going to kill someone. So apparently the Dalai Lama is sucking the tongues of children. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, apparently the Dalai Lama, the, it was at some event. I'll, we'll get into it, but he was 
talking to a kid. The kid was, they, they were doing some sort of greeting and the Dalai Lama and the kid were at a, an event in front of a bunch of people. And at some point, the Dalai Lama goes to the kid, suck on my tongue. <laughs> and there's video of it and it's really fucking weird. But apparently the Dalai Lama is defending himself over that over the incident. So this is from BBC News. The Dalai Lama defended over tongue-sucking remark. A top Tibetan leader has defended the Dalai Lama over a video that showed him asking a child to suck his tongue. Papa Sering, head of Tibet's government in exile, has called the spiritual leader's actions innocent and said it demonstrated his affectionate behavior. The video sparked outrage after it went viral on social media with users calling his actions inappropriate. The Dalai Lama's office has apologized over the incident. On Thursday, Ms. Sering said the Dalai Lama's actions had been misinterpreted and that the controversy had hurt the sentiments of his followers. He also said that the Dalai Lama has lived in sanctity and celibacy and that his years of spiritual, spiritual practice had taken him beyond the sensorial pre- pleasures. That's, that is exactly what a creep would say. That is exactly what a pedophile would say. I, look, I don't get any pleasure out of touching these kids. I don't get pleasure out of this. I just do it. I suck on their tongues. I suck on whatever. I'm enlightened. It's not pleasurable to me. I don't even feel pleasure anymore. I'm, I'm with God. I'm in the heavens. This is nothing to me. That, that is exactly what a pedo would say. Look, no, I, I, look, you, I, so you, you caught me inside a four-year-old. It's like meditation to me. I, I just do it. It's, I, I, I close my eyes. I say a mantra. I say in and out. Kind of like people breathe when they meditate. I go, breathe in, breathe out. And there's a four-year-old in front of me who I'm having sex with. Like, it is what it is. I'm enlightened. Don't blame me. I don't feel pain or pleasure. I'm just above all that. You disgusting human beings. I'm not human. I'm the Dalai Lama. Sounds like a really good excuse. Can religious leaders just come out at this point and say, yeah, I I fuck kids? Like, just like Donald Trump coming out and being like, or like Joe Biden coming out and being like, yeah, I fucked Stormy too. Can, can religious leaders, can, can priests and fucking Dalai Lama, like whoever, can they just come out and be like, I fuck kids. I like fucking kids. That would just, just be out in the open about it. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to others. Just, I like children. It's, it's, it is so rampant and weird and wrong and creepy, but it would make the world a lot better and safer place if you were just like, yeah, look, I got into this profession. I, I, I'm celibate. I haven't had sex in 40 years. And when I see a child, I get a boner. Like that that's just that's all you have to say. Just just put a label on yourself. Just let people know. The Dalai Lama also said it, it's a, a playful greeting quote unquote playful greeting that's sucking asking a kid to suck your tongue is a playful greeting it's just the way you say hello to people imagine checking into a hotel and you're like yeah so um um my name is mr grossfeld uh or i wouldn't say that i would say my name is zach grossfeld the guy say oh mr grossfeld thank you for joining us at the you know the sixth street hotel 
Here's your key, room 305. Let us know if you need anything. Breakfast is at 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. And I'm like, great, thank you. And the guy behind the desk is like, Mr. Grossfeld, before you go, um, suck my tongue. I'm like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, yeah, no, just suck my tongue. I, I don't get any pleasure out of it. It's just like, in our country, it's just customary. It's just like a playful, playful greet. Just, just suck on my tongue. Do it now. Fucking stop, stop pressing the elevator button. Stop pressing it quickly. Don't look, at, don't look at your wife. Don't look at your kids. Come right here and suck my fucking tongue. And you're like, uh, I've never heard of what is... Hey, and as the concierge of the hotel says this, the, the sliding doors just lock into place. Hey, if you want to check out of this hotel, you'll suck my fucking tongue right now, bitch. You're like, um, okay. <laughs> uh, and you're just like slowly sucking this guy's tongue in front of your wife and kids. And you go up to your hotel room, you check in, and you just stay awake staring at the ceiling for eight hours straight. And you go down to breakfast, and you're just fucking like holding a rattling spoon, trying to shove any ounce of oatmeal into your mouth. And you're still shaking from the anxiety the night before. But it's just a playful greeting, guys. It's nothing. It's nothing. The Dalai Lama also said... Uh, or this is about the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama courted controversy once before in 2019 when in an interview with the BBC, the Dalai Lama said that any future female Dalai Lama should be quote-unquote attractive. Now that I'm on board with. The sucking tongues is weird, but a hot female Dalai Lama, let's fucking go. Look, if you're going to be a religious leader, if, if you're going to, you know... Take advantage of people sexually and tell them bullshit about the afterlife. You might as well be hot while you're doing it. If I'm an altar boy, would I rather have to suck dick or eat pussy and a hot put? Like, the, the, the dilemma is clear. Why not? Let's give hot women a shot. Uh, there, there are never any hot women leaders. We, we give women the opportunity to be leaders, but let's have some fucking hot-ass bitches. I'm talking dime pieces, smokes. Why not? People would pay more attention. Sometimes, when, my, when I'm listening to my girlfriend and sometimes I'll zone out, which isn't a... a sexist thing like sometimes i'll just like zone out and you know i record a lot of podcasts sometimes it's a long day my brain is fried and she could tell and my eyes just glaze over and i'm kind of looking through her i'm not even looking at her and she'll just pull her shirt up and flash me and i'm like okay i'm back boom what are you saying what do you need me to do i'll do it anything everything give me it right now if the dalai lama was hot as fuck and had a pair of tits and she was giving speeches she was talking to people making public appearances and guys started to zone out, boom, all she, all she has to do is lift up her shirt, you know, pop that ass a little bit, and you're back. Guys don't have that superpower. Guys have to be interesting. They have to be interesting conversationally. Girls, once once you hit that zone of like, okay, I've guys just start to zone out, boom, pull your shirt up, tits, back in action. You just won yourself another 20 minutes. Use it. Use it. This is why we need 
female hot leaders. I'm totally on board. Totally on board. So thank you guys. Thank you for checking out this episode. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. This is fun. The solo episodes are fun. There may be a change coming soon, though. I, I've been doing the solo episodes for a while. It is a, a way to be playful, you know, read stories that happen during the week to come up with takes. I really do love conversations, though. I, I have my other podcast, the Auxoro podcast, where I have a conversation with every with a different guest every week. What I really love, though, and I've wanted to try for so long, is just having a consistent co-host and bantering back and forth and kind of playing around talking about stories in a similar style to this but more of a conversation less of a monologue because i do know that solo podcasts can be tough to listen to i'm aware of that even some of my favorite solo podcasts uh, after like 20 30 minutes i'm like it's just not the same as a conversation it's good but it's just not the same so there may be a change coming soon on the horizon i am speaking with a few potential co-hosts right now and we're going to film some test episodes, see how that works. And so there could be, uh, you know, could be good. I hope it's good. It's more fun. I I think it's more fun to listen to. It's more fun to record. Everyone wins. So keep an eye out for that. We'll, uh, you know, some test episodes in the future. The the spirit of the podcast will stay, you know, the same, still going to be, you know, playing around, talking about news and experiences. I'm, I'm, this is not going to be like a fucking NPR podcast talking seriously about serious issues like obviously not i'm talking about you know trump fucking stormy daniels in a sex tape still gonna be wild still gonna be no topic off limits and yeah keep an eye out for that thank you so much guys i love you and i'll talk to you next time